0: Hi, everyone. This is Sabrina Fritz with Wisdom Talk Radio, and I am super excited today to have a special guest, Sarah Davison Tracy, with me. And we're going to be discussing her new books and how best you can live ablaze. Thank you for joining us today. This is Sabrina Fritz, and I have a very special guest and a dear friend of mine, Sarah Davison Tracy. Sarah is the founder of Seeds of Exchange, a nonprofit global organization connecting all of us, doing our beautiful selves and sharing ourselves with the world, and author of two brand new books, Live Ablaze, and I love this, and Light Up the World because that's what I am so passionate about, finding ways to light up the world, and also Soulfully Ablaze, which is a 40-day workbook that complement one another or even go solo. I love that they can be enjoyed one-on-one or as this beautiful collaborative group that you've put together. So Sarah, thank you for joining me today.
1: Oh my gosh, it is a huge honor. This is so exciting. <laughs> I'm glad to be here.
0: Well, and you have your official launch on June 20th. For- yeah. Amazon sells for these two books. So tell me what first inspired you to write these books.
1: So I, I have truly loved writing for, I mean, I remember it even as a little girl enjoying the process of writing and storytelling and using it as a way to connect with people I love. Um, but I kind of see it as this treasure hunt that the older I got, the, the closer I felt nudged or beckoned towards the book writing process. And I I had this uh, moment with my um, grandmother-in-law like 10 years ago, where she called me in tears and said, Sarah, I just read this note that you wrote me. I don't even remember what I wrote, but I wrote something to her. And she said, it so inspires me and I can hear your voice as you're writing. And she said, I just, as I was reading this, I thought, someday, I think you need to write a book. And I had, I mean, nothing like from my grandmother, like not, but there was something in that comment that literally, it was like a seed dropped into my soul. And I thought, yeah, I think I'm going to do this. So, so there's been a lot of steps, of course, since then, but that was a big one. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, it's always nice when we hear that we're supposed to write a book from somebody else and usually confirms what we already know. But I love totally. that your grandmother-in-law was um, supportive. <laughs> and, you, and I love that you said she dropped a seed. Yeah. Seed is something that's really um, resonates with you. Obviously, yes. if you've created this organization called Seeds of Exchange, how do you see the seed playing this vital role in our life?
1: Yeah, I... I have always been in love with seeds, whether it's like literal seeds that I plant in my garden um, and the process of watching them grow um, to the metaphor of like the, the like for example, the bulbs that get planted, that we plant in the ground in the fall and knowing that it takes, depending on the bulb, many, many months, like they need the dark, cool, very hidden place to get strong enough to be able to burst out of the ground and and produce what we love to see in the spring, right? The beautiful blossoms and just peeking out of the dirt. And it's such a mystery because they've been underground for so long and all of a sudden it's like, boom. And I just, I believe that for me, that's been a very important metaphor in my life of just the trust that sometimes it takes to to grow or to have this seed planted in my life from my grandmother and I mean it's like 10 years ago it was a long time that that was germinating and a lot of pieces a lot of things that had to happen so that's a but the other part I love is just the metaphor of the seeds that we plant as a community around the world and the diversity of like beautiful expression and summer perennials and summer annuals and you know, some are really, really vibrant and some are evergreen and just finding ways to cultivate the beauty in in this incredible garden um, of of people and of beautiful endeavors around the world. So I just, I, I could go on and on and on, but I love it. So yeah, thank you for asking. <laughs> well, and I love, I love the
0: metaphor of that because it's true. We, ha- we all have that gestation period we go right? through. And there's another uh, friend of mine, Cynthia Ocelli, she's also an author, and she has this beautiful Mm -hmm. quote, and I don't have it in front of me, but it's about how the seed, you know, you have to go through the chaos of, you know, if you looked at a seed and what it actually goes through before it blooms or grows into what it's meant to be, it looks very chaotic and um, stressful, yet part of that is what actually burns the beauty within having those different experiences and those challenges. And so you reach out, you're a traveler at heart, (laughs) obviously. You are a a child of the universe and of the earth, I say. And so when you travel and you go and you connect with all these different communities, what are some of the biggest blessings you've been able to glean from those experiences?
1: Oh my gosh. You ask the best questions. So one one that comes to mind from very like one of my really my first international journey. I was fifteen, and and had the incredible opportunity to go to India. And it was my first experience of of being um, being the foreigner, being the other. You know, being the one coming in and like not knowing the language and not knowing how to wrap the sari. You know, yards and yards of fabric around me and. Not knowing how to eat with my fingers, and you know all all the stuff that it com- comes from um, being in a new place and a new culture, um, and the what happened to me that was so surprising was two two things that have been very very formative for me. And one is, while there were moments where it was a little uncomfortable and disconcerting to not know how to do all those things I just mentioned, more than anything, it was like this thing of just joy and bliss of like the, the flavors and and the wonder of just you know digging my fingers into a you know pile of rice and and using them instead of a fork and just having the joy of like this is such a different way to live and falling in love with the difference that was the first, and then the other thing that I was so struck by right away was while there were all of these differences, and I did love them, I was so struck so quickly by the depth of connection and the depth of things that like linked these brothers and sisters to each other and to me and um, realizing that that there was far more, far more that connected and that brought us together than divided or were different and, and just kind of cocking my head and wonder and awe at the the, the the joy of that of being like yeah you are my sister not just in word but like in reality and and just embracing that it was awesome and I found that to be true over and over more and more deeper and deeper as time has gone on yeah
0: well and that's so beautiful and you know from the first time I met you a little over a year ago You are that, you are that connector. You have that ability to see the beauty and the gift within one another. I mean, you made me feel seen and appreciated Uh and, you know, and that's, we all want that. We all want to be seen, to be appreciated for who we are, just as we are, not for what we can give. And the story you're sharing just, it touches my heart so deeply right now, especially so many of us in the United States are dealing with division with even in our families yes. because of the, the political hotbed that's happening. And this divisiveness yeah. is so toxic yeah. for you to be able to go to third world countries yeah. that definitely do not have the luxuries available to us. Like we do running water for one, this yeah. is something that we just take for granted yeah. and, and, and yet to see that connection and that how, even though we have different environments, different belief systems, different cultures, we're still one. Yep. And I just have goosebumps right now. <laughs> had to me tell too. Me That's me message. And I love that you're sharing that. So tell me, you know, what, what's the fundamental takeaway from live ablaze? What is this, this message that you want to share with the world to get out to people?
1: Okay. So the, my, my fundamental, biggest hope, biggest dream, um, is that a reader will pick up this book, these books, and will open crack them open, and they will feel exactly what you just said, Sabrina, they will feel seen and heard and loved and met that whether we have this theme of course of blazing you know of, of fire, but whether that person is in like a flickering place of feeling like really low on hope or uh, experiencing great sorrow or, um, pain or someone that's like on fire and like rock solid on who they are and what they're doing. But maybe a lot of people in my life, including myself have been in those places and then find, find themselves running on fumes, right? Like just like the fumes of a life of meaning and purpose. And like, how do I, how do I uh, sustain this? So I, whether kind of, or, or that's a big gamut, right? Or somewhere in between. So my big hope and dream is that a reader will pick up this book and will find those words, those phrases, those, those um, ideas that, that cause the goosebumps, that cause the fire to kind of light and to be like, wow, I, I might not, I think very few of us ever know like the whole path. I don't know the whole path, but I now know my next step or so. So there's some nudges in terms of what's the big hope. One is that people and I I lead folks through from my life and this amazing community around the world of like ways that I have cultivated a a tribe of support. Cause I think no matter whether you're the flickering or the blazing, gotta have like the soul friends that you can call and that will cheerlead you or will, pick you up off of the ground and help you keep going. Um, so it's this cultivation of this tribe, I, I believe is so important. It's this sense of like uncovering and dusting off or rocking even a little more like your purpose on the planet, your superpower, your unique thing to do and be and bring. Um, but then the, the third piece is as important as I think it's, it is to do, and do our thing in the world. I also fundamentally believe and, and talk a lot about it in both books. Through these places of pause, I have these 10, I call them pops. So we have 10 pops or places of pause and live with ways and 40 and soulfully. And those invite a, a reader to take whatever word or phrase or story has kind of like created the goosebumps or created the wow, that's a cool idea and just to sit with it and to, to ask some questions around it and to share, like to reach out and share one thing with a friend that has inspired or encouraged or awakened um, and then just to to practice, like put it into practice because I I believe that if things stay too internal, like too much about contemplation and not enough about action, mm-hmm then we don't ever get to like play we don't ever get to to try or if things are too much about action and not about that like the nuggets of contemplation then it's like frenetic and gets to the fumes moment so those are the three pieces that that i have loved to tweak and tease out and play with in these stories
0: well, and I love I love the places of pause or the pops. Yeah. I love that you call it pops. It's very fun and playful. I'm a, a lot about fun and play. I know you are. But, you know, and, but I, the <laughs> contemplation I've never thought about a place of pause, a pop, and it's true. That's what happens in those moments of contemplation. We do get yeah. that pop of insight, that yeah. that excitement, and that starts the. Um, yeah the the wheels turning so to speak and you're absolutely right if we don't yeah. take action if we just stay on the meditation chair in our meditation yeah. room yeah. yeah nothing i mean it, I don't, it, I don't want people to get intimidated because you're a big personality and no. you have a big, uh, in this world and you, you know, you just, I don't, I feel like you don't meet a stranger period that you, know, you, I do you, you feel that feels like your instant best friend when they come into mm-hmm. your atmosphere. And so that could be intimidating for some people. They're like, well, how do I do what Sarah's doing? You know, it, right. it, it might feel a little intimidating, but I feel your bigger underlying messages. No, you don't have to go out and change the world in these big, big, huge ways. No. Start local, <laughs> start within your family and create yeah. the ripple effects that then yes. go out and make the bigger change. You know, yep. we honestly have no idea the amount of impact we have on somebody's life. No. And it can sometimes we'll get a glimpse of it and it could be years later where somebody shares, you know, I was in this group with you one time years ago and you just made this comment and this happened to me. Somebody said, you know, you said something about your relationship with your husband and it reinvigorated me, inspired me to give love a chance again. And it was just, I was like, what, you know, I was just talking, you know? And so yes, that's the thing. Just showing up as we are sharing who we are does make an impact in this
1: world. Yes. And for me, I'm so glad you looped back to that really um, key, key point because that, that is why I have these pops in the books and pops in my life, these places of pauses, because it, it really is rooted in this idea that each one of us, when we pay attention to like what, what's capturing my attention, what, what do I, um, like if I were to dream a little bit, what do I want to do more of or less of? Like sometimes it's the less, like all of us have, I think most of us have an inclination to yes or to no. And so it's just like, what is it that will bring more joy and balance and good rhythm, good, like sustainable rhythm in my life. And so some of us are going to be inclined to like, like be, be focused in our, our families and our neighborhoods and our Country, and some are going to be inclined to go, you know, around the world and around the world, and and they're all so like deeply valuable and deeply important. And if each of us can do more and more of that and bring more and more of that to the world, I just believe that becomes the stuff of like extraordinary, like the good juju when you wake up in the morning and 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 the world just is brighter because we're all bringing the brightness. That's what it's about. So I'm so glad you mentioned the, that piece. So thank you.
0: Oh, well, no, and I I mean, you know, thank you for bringing that to my awareness because that's the thing, that brightness, that Mm. if we have that internal brightness, you know, you use the analogy of the fire and, and, you know, like a little flicker versus a full-on raging bonfire. And, you know, I often say we're always connected and are we just allowing the drip to come out of the faucet or are we willing to turn the faucet fully on and allow all the pressure to come through and flow through us? And so, and Mm. it's that same type of thing, but I love fire because... Fire walking is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> have you ever walked on fire? I have never <laughs> Well never.
1: Wow that's when so the cool. opportunity arises
0: I will bring you along and invite you to do that because oh gosh, please you know, do There's something when we can defy physics yeah. you know, we can actually transcend fear and, and experience something that by all logical reasons we would be getting burned. By yeah. doing something like that, that gives us that power to go, I can do anything. I can yep. do anything, you know? And yeah. so it's a very cathartic wow. process, and I think you'd enjoy it, especially given wow. your mission.
1: Count me in. Count oh. me in, guys.
0: <laughs> we will set that up. Actually, I want to get trained to facilitate it. So who knows? Hopefully, I'll find an opportunity before I'm trained. <laughs> Great. Count yeah. me in. And that's the thing i think that's what you know with the fire analogy we can choose to be the phoenix that rises from the ashes or we can succumb yes. to that darkness that part that where the things around us and the situations around us or the people that whatever has happened yes. in our life can just destroy us or yes. choose to rebuild and grow from that
1: experience oh my gosh yeah and i just i don't know about you sabina but for me i've had a handful of those like ashes moments in my life, and there is a degree of mystery around you know there there absolutely is something that an individual must do right to to move and to to come up and out of the ashes but i in my life and as I look at the ashes moments in in people's lives that i know i I just believe that's that's why we need each other. That's why, because there are times where like all is lost in a person, like, and they just need someone to come and scoop them up and and say, you know, you're not alone. And it feels like there will never be anything but out of these ashes. But I believe like kind of lighting the fire of hope and, and a future after the ashes. And that's why I so preach this, you know, tribe, community, Kula piece because life is hard. I mean, it just is. No matter how evolved and amazing you are, like there's just things that happen that kick the, knock the wind out of you and that we are not enough on our own. And I think that's the best best news and worst news for some people. Like, I just think there are seasons that that we need other people because of the ashes moments. And then there are seasons where we need other people because the dream is, too big for one person to do. So we got to have like other people to help us rise. So that's the, I don't know, that's like the, the heartbeat of, of what I love to cultivate in the world is like, you know, the building that community, that message, that connection between us all. So
0: well, and I can say you're cool. Your tribe has impacted me already. And the people that I've met
1: Oh, that's that
0: you brought awesome. together. And so I know they all have powerful stories as well. Yes. And, and, and ones that you have shared. What, what's one of the ones that you feel really touched you the deepest and helped you on your journey?
1: Oh my gosh. All of them? All of you, <laughs> Um Let me think. So I'm going to mention one that, just because um, I think you probably met her at our book lunch, Fatima. Um, she was wearing the hijab, the the, um, headscarf. And she and I have been friends for like 20, 20, 25 years. And we are told, I mean, we just are sisters for life, right? And she, I I tell her story in the book um, with her permission. She was delighted that it was shared, but she, um, her son died last year. And um, it was um, like it was a kicked in the gut moment for her. And, um, I mean, she is, I don't know if you got to talk with her, but she is strong. She is fierce. She is joy. Um, but in that moment, she, you know, there were 40 days of mourning after he, he passed away. She's Muslim and, and in her tradition. You take 40 days and you do not work. You do not leave your house and your family and friends come and bring food and tea and you cry and you pray and you read and you sit in silence. And we did that all together, our community. And at the end of this 40 days, she told this story and she said, she, she said, Sarah, I am a strong woman and I have, you know, I have big faith in Allah. But I was not able. I would not have made it through. Like my grief and my pain was too big without these 40 days of, of being like surrounded. And like she was just like enveloped in the, to show up however she was, to cry, to tell a great, hilarious, here's what I loved about my son story, whatever, just to be her, like to be real. And um so I love that and it brings me hope and inspiration because um, it's just a picture of, of what happens in our human experience of like the pain and the joy um, coming together and, and, and really living life together as brothers and sisters. So um, I, I do, I love her and I, I, love, I love her story.
0: And she is a beautiful woman through and through. Is
1: she beautiful? And the joy—I
0: mean, you saw the joy, like oh, yeah. her light lights the yeah. way for sure. And that's the thing—that that pain and that joy—it is symbiotic. I mean, yes. you know, it, it, it. A lot of times we can't experience. Well, we wouldn't know what joy was if we didn't have pain, first of all, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's hard. I mean, yes, you know this this new age, uh, self-help, you know, just positive, yes. your way through, you know, you have to yes. feel everything that comes through. And, you know, yes. by having a 40 day, how beautiful is that culture to, to honor that really? process in our society, typically in the, the Western society, it's push through it, push through yeah. the pain. Yep. you have a job you have to get out there you, you know get your mind yep. off of it and yep. you know that's why there's so many wounded people walking this world yeah. and that's the thing is like we get so um we tend know. to be judgmental or un, you know critical of people and how they're showing up but we have no idea the story and and the baggage that they're carrying and that just by being upright and dressed Yes. That could be such a monumental event yes. for them to go through. And we just need more kindness and understanding in this world versus looking at all the differences. And I love that about you and your message so much because you oh. don't see the differences. You just see the connection and the gifts that people are bringing. And, you know, you, you, with such an open heart open wow. non-judgmental heart and that's so rare in this world and you are very, de- definitely a rare gem in this world. Thank it's such you. a delight to know you. Uh, what, tell me more about the tribe and the community that you are creating. Is there a way for people to get involved?
1: Absolutely. I'll, I'll send you uh, some links for folks to email me directly or to sign up for our communications community um, so I can share kind of really cool things that we have cooking um but i will say like one one offer i'll put out there um that is one of my great passions is i love connecting dots of of like so for example um i got a call last week from a woman uh who said uh sarah i keep having dreams about rwanda but i don't know anyone there um and so we had a conversation i said do you have any idea of of who you want to, she said, I just want to go and be a part of community there. And so we talked a little bit and she said, the only thing she knows is that she wants to do some things with children. So um, I've, you know, put my feelers out to this incredible global community and, and said, um, you know, who, who's working in Rwanda that knows of trustworthy amazing communities that we can connect this sister with. And I have like 10 10 people that she's going to follow up with and hop on phone calls and email. And, and so like if, if I guess I would say if there's any seeds of dreams that listeners have of, of connections that they don't yet have, I I just love being a part of, of this, you know, those um, kids connect the dot pictures where Mm -hmm. when it first starts, all you see is dots. And as you know, a kid follows the numbers, all of a sudden the picture starts forming and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a rainbow or whatever the thing is. So I, I spent enough, and, and for me this comes out of pain, because for me there was a lot of times where I, all I saw was the dots in my life. I didn't see the form, I didn't see like, how is this, how, what am I here for? How am I gonna, how am I gonna do anything of value and, and kind of struggling with that, that whole journey question. So for me, I love, it brings me great joy to help people connect dots of, you know, again, seeds of dreams and um, not yet having the connections, but knowing the thing that they want to do. So that's one thing I would, I would a hundred percent love to to suggest. And um, yeah, I would totally love and be delighted for folks to buy my books and um, go on that journey and loop back with me and, and tell me what they've learned. And, and what fire has been lit in them, uh, either a brand new one or kind of an old one that's been kindling for a while that's sparking. that would be amazing. Um, and one of the things that's happening in my dream for these books is that uh, kind of it's based on this value of mine that that we find our stories in each other's stories, you know, like, I learn a little bit more about me when I have a deep conversation with you, Sabrina. And, um, and so my hope is, is that these, these books are like this two way street of, you know, as people discover more about who they are and what matters to them, that, that there'll be this kind of like unleashing of storytellers that uh, people will start saying, well, here's what I'm doing or, or here's what I want to do. Who wants to join me? <laughs> so that's a big, big dream. Big dream.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. And I have no yeah. doubt you'll be successful in that because you do connect the dots, obviously. And um, I, I tend to tell people I do the same thing. I kind of, I connect people. I'll hear a story from someone. I'm like, I know who you need to talk to. that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a, yes. you, can see, you can start to see the bigger picture, but yeah. it's so important to have that connection. And you know, honestly, yeah. I'll be reaching out to you because my one of my little seeds and of dreams is to host destination retreats starting with an African safari where we have the give back to the community. So I'm thinking Uganda, where we come in with the children, work with them, go play with the elephants, and then come back, you know, things like that. So because a safari, elephants are near and dear to my heart, and what happens with them, I mean, people are too, but what happens to them is is tragic. I feel their call, and I know that they want me to be there. And, you know, when safaris are one of the ways that you can help to protect the wild.
1: Uh huh. Oh my gosh. Bring more choice
0: like, dollars that way versus poaching. Yeah. Then that's the way to bring it. So yes, I have Thinking that with ideas. I'm I sure can't you. have that
1: conversation.
0: <laughs> Let's do it. But we'll have to connect offline and definitely <laughs> yes. allow that seed to, you know, begin to water it some more and allow it to break yeah. the surface at the right time. Love. Yeah. Count know. me in.
1: Awesome. So we're gonna firewalk together and we're gonna plan this. Awesome retreat together. retreat. Uh
0: Yes, (laughs) go play with some elephants and lions and stuff.
1: (laughs) Yes. But yeah,
0: that's the thing. And I, you know, that you can go to these places in the world, because I know it's a life changing experience, and a very humbling experience when we take so many things for granted that, you know, it's just been such a part of our daily life. And I've been saying for years, you know, if you want to find true happiness in a kid, it's not going to be from the one holding the iPhone, it's the one out in Africa with basically the, you know, clothes on their back trying to find the best way to get educated but the biggest smiles on their face because they're connected to their tribe and their community and they support one another in ways that you know we tend to isolate ourselves because if we're not strong it's you know unfortunately so many people perceive asking for help as a sign of weakness yeah and that's why so many of us are suffering of lost connection yeah we really are and and (laughs) what bigger picture we're a part of.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know about you, Sabrina, but for me, the more ablaze my life gets, the more I am like, I see more than I ever have before. Um, More moments that I am so aware that I need help. (laughs) I cannot do this alone. And I kind of think I thought it was gonna be the opposite. Like I would become a master at something and I'd be like, oh, now I will just do that. no it's like the more the, the, the more alive and ablaze our lives get, I think that's just like but, but I think that's both I think it's also the gift because then we get to collaborate, then we get to have conversations like this and and really not just talk about community or talk about the importance of connection, but like feel and all of our bodies, minds, and spirits like, oh man, I cannot do one dang thing without these brothers and sisters. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And so I, that's been a really wild thing for me um, to to become so in awe and so aware of this inextricable connection and and big need. The help, the help, the help was what triggered that. I need help every day <laughs> so and I'm sure you found
0: droves of people just going. So I yes. let me
1: I'm ready I'm yes. ready. <laughs> yes yes and that's it's a win-win because people want to be a part of something so when you need help and someone's there to be a part they're like oh my gosh how cool is this and yeah. Yeah. yes
0: and they yes. get to light up and fill a blaze yes. as well right
1: a hundred percent
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you are such a delight. And I love your mission. I love what you're doing with Seeds of Exchange. I want to, you know, learn more as we continue to allow our connection to unfold and all of our similarities and differences to come to light so that we can support one another on our journeys. Because yeah, you're definitely a game changer. And I believe wholeheartedly when you say, I want to hear how, what the book's done for you, what the workbook, what ahas that you do, you do hear, oh, yes, and it's, yes. I love that—that that it's not just um know yeah. smoke, it's not, a <laughs> not Just blowing smoke. No, you're living your truth.
1: <laughs> yes, it's a. Be- I am begging. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, excellent. I'll be sure um, all of our listeners have links to both of your books and to Seeds of Exchange and all, any links that you want to share with me, I'll make sure that they have as well so that they can mm-hmm. connect with you and grow your, your Kula, your tribe, your community. Awesome. And, um, help others to live ablaze.
1: Amazing. Thank you for helping to share these stories with the world and, and bringing who you are um, to bear light in the way that you do. It is such a gift. I am so glad to know you.
0: Well, thank you, Sarah. And yes, yeah. you know, that feeling is very much mutual. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Takes one to know one, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, so thank you again, Sarah <laughs> Davison Tracy, author of two brand new books. And so be sure to go out to Amazon and check them out and live a blaze. We're here to light up this world.
1: Oh, yes, we are.
0: thank you so much for your time today
1: you're welcome thank you